This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. While we are on the subject of ads, the Ford government began running these anti-carbon tax ads yesterday. You may even have heard them on this station. The federal government is charging you a carbon tax. You're paying a nickel more per liter. Then your heating bills are a few nickels higher. And food's up a nickel or two. This will cost the average Ontario family $648 a year. Ontario has a better way, holding the biggest polluters accountable, reducing trash, and keeping our lakes clean. A carbon tax isn't the only way to fight climate change. Learn more about our plan. Okay, so if you actually watched the ad on video or on TV, I thought it was a bit strange because it had the nickels, the money coming out of the vents and things, and I would have thought that you should have been putting the coins into the heating and everything that is allegedly costing more. But anyway, there is a lot of heat about this ad. The campaign is costing about $30 million, apparently, and that's taxpayers' money. And the Auditor General has weighed in saying she would not have allowed it if she still had the power to nix ads that are deemed political. We are going to want to hear from you. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now let us bring in Peter Tabbins, who is an NDP MPP and the Ontario NDP critic for energy and climate change. Hi, Peter. Hey, Libby. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on. So uh, this business with the ad, what is your view of it? Well, it's a waste of money. And most people that I've talked to say, I don't want Doug Ford using my tax dollars, money I need for schools and hospitals, for services. I don't want them wasted on this tax campaign so he can help Andrew Scheer in his federal election coming up this year. Uh, no one, <laughs> no one uh, thinks that this is a good idea because we know that we have real uses for that money. And him using it for political propaganda is just way too outrageous, frankly. Well, it's very interesting. So first of all, there was some flack about the ads because it had nothing about the rebates that people are getting from the federal government, whether you agree with those or not. So it didn't have all the information. But the other thing is that the Auditor General, Bonnie Lissick, used to have the power to say, sorry, you cannot charge this to the taxpayers. Yeah. The Liberals changed the law so that she no longer has the power to do that because they were fairly notorious about using ads. And at that point, the Conservatives were all over Bonnie Lissick saying she should have the power. We think this is great. And and now when the shoe is on the other foot, it's different. Yeah, it, it's it's really mind-boggling. Uh, you're right. The, the ads are totally inaccurate, unfair, um, and again, just part of Doug Ford making stuff up. That's just the way he does things. But you're also right that 
that the liberals um, got rid of the Auditor General's power to strike down these partisan ads. And that was a huge mistake on their part. They, they really hurt Ontario when they do that, when they did that. And back in the day, uh, the conservatives said, no, 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 this is terrible. You can't be putting partisan advertising on TV. You can't be using money out of people's taxes to do that. No, you have to stop. Um, and in fact, the current Solicitor General uh, from Duffin Caledon, she put forward a, a bill um, to stop this, to put the power back in the Auditor General's hands. And uh, she noted the Liberals weren't very enthusiastic, uh, which they had been before 2003 when they were in opposition. Uh, and she said, well, for the Liberals, the slogan is, that was then, this is now. And that now seems to be the Conservative slogan, because they've got the power to reverse this. They were really strong when they're in opposition opposing this. And no, they're just going along with what the Liberals did to drag Ontario backwards. And we're paying for it, literally, it's coming out of our pockets. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. It's $30 million, apparently. And, uh, you know, you're right in that there was a poll, and I didn't look closely into how the poll was conducted, but it showed that a majority of people do not want the government to use taxpayers' money uh, to have ads against the carbon tax. Well, and I think that if you'd taken the poll 10 years ago or 20 years ago, it would have been the same. It would be people don't like the idea that their money's being wasted on partisan ads and not actually being spent on the things that matter to them in their day-to-day lives. If, if Doug Ford wants to campaign against the carbon tax, then let him spend Conservative Party money to do it. Uh, if Andrew Scheer wants him to be endorsing him, well, let Andrew Scheer spend money and have Doug Ford on his commercials. I mean, that's their business. It's a free country. But to waste our money on this? Seriously? No, that's indefensible. Do you think there, there, le- there are legs to this issue? Well, I think as long as he's running the ads, they'll be irritating people. I think that it will constantly illustrate that he's wasting public money and that everything he says about standing up for the people of Ontario, looking out for them, um, is just simply a lot of hot air. And that's all there is to it. I've never seen, well, no, that's not true, but I've seen a lot of gross and ugly things in politics. But this is pretty extraordinary. And I think it really irritates people. And the fact that he has those stickers that um, gas stations have to put on their pumps, and they get fined $10,000 a day for not putting up. Up to, up to, they can be. Yes, that's right. And we were actually debating that in committee just the other morning. And I was pointing out to the conservatives in the committee, you guys would never have supported something like this before. This is incredibly um, crude, incredibly nasty, that you wouldn't have required businesses to carry partisan propaganda for the liberals. You would have been up in arms. Well, yesterday, they all voted for it. They all voted to go ahead with it. It's I'm sure, Libby, your your callers will have a lot to say about this as well. But I, I know when I go door-to-door in my riding talking to people, um, this comes up because people are irritated that they're seeing cuts in the classroom. They know they're still dealing with hallway health care. And money's being wasted on this. Can't be justified. Uh, anything you plan to do further on this issue? Well, we're going to continue arguing against this in committee, uh, arguing against this and voting against this when the bills come forward and bringing this up. Uh, right now, the Conservatives have a majority. What they need really is to hear from people in Ontario saying, stop 
wasting my money. Just stop already and get on with doing what you're elected to do. Look after the things that are vital to us. Okay, Peter Tabbins, thanks so much for being with us. Always a pleasure, Libby. Okay, thank you. Let's bring in Robin Sears, who is a principal of Earnscliff Strategy, and Mike Van Solen is also with us. Hi, Robin. Good afternoon, Libby. So, what do you make of this? Well, I wonder how much of it is just, um, as it were, hot air in the eyes of most voters. the the claims in uh, the ad are you know on their face false <laughs> and easily uh, proven so and it, i found the one ad i've seen with the woman with a gas hose in her hand and nickels falling out of it a little bit paternalistic and patronizing frankly um not a home run i don't think uh-huh what about the whole business that the auditor general said that she would have nixed it if she still had the power to do that well i think it is sad that we've gone backwards from the high point that was established in way back in my day in the peterson ray government when the advertising review board was set up and partisanship rules were created to try and prevent this sort of thing but we've drifted a long way from that under several subsequent governments and it's what you get when you don't have uh, some third party regulating partisan behavior by governments with taxpayers money mike van solen do you agree on that I'm not a big fan of uh, inappropriate government advertising, but I do think uh, in this situation we do have, you know, what's not being called out is that the federal government is doing the exact same thing to promote the very program that Ontario voters uh, seemingly voted against last June. So um, I do think it is a it's a battle, uh, and and you know, while I understand, you know, Ontarians, you know, many like me may not like to see this advertising uh, sort of play out. You wonder where the money is coming from. But at the same time, you know where it's coming from. Well, I mean, I mean, you wonder, you wonder how much money it is. Um, Thirty million dollars. But at the same time, uh, this province voted against, uh, voted in Doug Ford and against the carbon tax, and we have a federal government that is is advertising very aggressively the program. Um, so we are having a fight, and um, and uh, I, I guess that's what Ontarians signed up for. This, that fight's going to continue through, I suppose, to its logical end in the next uh, prevent, or federal election. Um, so uh, I, I think Doug and, and the government feel compelled. Uh, when there's a battle, when it's uh, tough to get uh, sort of fair play on this issue with uh, with with traditional media, uh, to go directly to voters as they as they uh, you know as they as they sh- as they should, I suppose. That's kind of the Johnny did it first, mum defense. I think Mike. Um, <laughs> well, there and, there is a bit there is a bit the, of that, yeah. And I think that the the reality is it's going to end very much sooner than uh, anybody uh, in the Ford government seems to understand in a rejection by the Supreme Court of yet another provincial challenge. One's already happened. The history of challenges in this domain going back to the 1970s is heavily tilted in favor of the federal government's authority. So when that happens, it sort of begs the question, was this $30 million worth wasting? Well, I I just uh, want to ask you, Robin, do you agree with Mike that there is an equivalency of the, you know, saying, well, the federal government is really doing the same thing with our money? Or is there a difference between these two sets of ads, in your view? Uh, not at all. No, Mike's absolutely right about that. It's uh, it's wrong in, in both cases, in my view. Sadly, Ontario was once a leader in the restriction of partisan use uh, of uh, government 
revenues in promoting policy, and it's now fallen way back. The federal government has never come anywhere close. This has always been permitted up here, sadly. Mike, why didn't Doug Ford just use conservative money, party money? Wouldn't that be more aligned with his brand? Well, um, I think he's trying to make uh, – he, he's not doing it probably because uh, I don't know that the Conservative Party has enough money to, to sort of bankroll things like this. Um, they do see it as a public policy choice that the government is making, not the party is making. They have a climate change plan. Uh, they're presenting it in court that they think uh, represents a, appropriate action to meet uh, the federal goals that have been set. Um, they they have a view that a carbon tax is not the only way to deal with these uh, challenges. There's a lot of polling that suggests that uh, that Canadians uh, would uh, rank a lot higher, a lot of other initiatives before a carbon tax, as as far as far as a means goes to uh, to dealing with climate change. Um, and and so, look, I think this is why uh, they're they're making this choice. The the gov- this is the the provincial government uh, does not believe a carbon tax uh, is required in order to uh, be able to demonstrate that you have a sufficient plan to deal with climate change. And they are certainly using government resources to, uh, to make that case to Ontarians. But the part that offends me about it most, Libby, I mean, I don't really care about the war of climate change rhetoric uh, in the hands of advertising copywriters. It cheapens the perception of governments and politics among a lot of voters on all sides. They're all crooks. They all waste our money. They all spend money promoting themselves. It's that level of uh, what it does to political reputations and the reputations of government and democracy that really offends me because it is offensive on both the federal liberal and the provincial Tories part and it causes a lot of disenchantment among particularly young voters. Yeah, look, I I I agree uh, in general that the institutions of of democracy have eroded somewhat, uh, not, not because of any one party, but j- just across the board over the last many years, um, as the nature of debate has changed. As, as people, you know, we see it south of the border in particular, as people challenge the credibility of institutions that are you know, fundamental to our democracy. So um, this is just a general trend and shift that I think we should be mindful and, and vigilant about um, uh, as citizens. Well, uh, let's see if our listeners think that this is cheapening our democracy. Andrew in Grimsby. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Okay. I voted uh, for Ford. He's spending money on advertising to tell us that we are getting ripped off here. I got 50 acres out here in Grimsby. Most of my equipment's on diesel and propane and gas and everything else. I'm just going to show you what my bill looks like here on propane. I'm asking about the ads. And oh, yeah, the ads. Well, yeah, well, yeah. his ads are perfect. He's just trying to tell you, the people. Do you, mind, do you mind that he's using taxpayer money? No, I don't mind because he's, he's trying to get this tax garbage out of the way here. I, I love what he's doing. He's showing us that we're getting ripped off. Okay, that's one view. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Good morning. I find this very, very, very bothersome. I mean, Doug is not a friend of the environment. Does he not realize with what's going on in the Ottawa River, in Muskoka, etc., we've got serious climate change. We've got to attack this. It's going to cost money. The federal government, I think, is trying to do the right thing. And, you know, I had to just grimace when I heard your other commentator on there saying that the traditional media 
was not supporting, you know, the, the right thing for Doug Ford. It reminded me of the fake news story in the U.S. This is very, very concerning. Uh, I'm going to let Mike respond to that in a minute. But, Pat, uh, the question is, are you offended by the use of taxpayers' money for wrong. this? And, you know, does, does Dougie think we're stupid when he shows ads like that with money dropping out of pockets? We have to pay. We are going to suffer in this world if we don't do something about climate change. Okay. But, again, last chance to respond to the use of taxpayer dollars. Wrong. Okay, thanks for that. Okay, so, uh, you know, we can't draw too many conclusions from one call. Uh, and I see uh, if we, we hopefully we'll get to more calls, another Ford supporter saying, you know, okay, we'll look the other way on this this time. Uh, Mike, do you think that this can damage Ford? Yeah, well, look, no, I, I think these are the type of uh, policies that he was elected on, um, and people can take issue with what his approach to climate change is. Climate change, I believe, to be a very real problem, um, but I believe there's a lot of different ways to, to get at it. He, uh, I think it's incumbent as well on the federal government to show that, to continue to make the case, and I think they've struggled to make the case that the carbon tax is a critical uh, tool in that battle. Um, what people see, and, and if I... If I was on the other side of the table or supporting the the federal government, uh, I think they should be extra vigilant to take away the criticism that this is just a tax grab or a way to expand government. I think they should have been uh, they should be crystal clear in uh, that they're not going to allow it to be a tax grab. That they're going to reduce taxes in other ways to make sure that it's a revenue neutral uh, proposition. But Mike, um, with respect, that's not the point. The point here is the use of taxpayers' money for partisan purposes. It doesn't matter if they're trying to sell chocolates that were had a PC logo on them. It wouldn't make any difference to what is wrong about this. It's not the subject matter. It's the choice of vehicle and the source of funds. And this will cheapen Doug Ford's brand, especially since he came to power, claiming he was going to overwhelm and sweep out the Augean stables, etc., that the liberal corruption left behind. How is this any different? I think uh, I think he uh, has found himself in a battle with the federal government that is willing to use this tool to advertise uh, its program extensively in a province uh, when he himself has a mandate from Ontarians to fight against this uh, fight against this policy proposal. And he, you, people can take you know get into the merits of each each other's position, but he's fighting fire with fire, and uh, and that's what he was asked by Ontarians to do. And I think any premier who gets a str- uh, the majority that he does, it is their duty then. To, to prosecute and advance their case as best they can. And that, so he's using the tales that are avail- tools that are available to him. And we may not like it, but that's where we find ourselves. And I don't know that uh, this is singularly Doug's, uh, Doug's uh, pro- cross to bear. And Robin, do you think that Doug Ford will take on more damage by doing this than the federal liberals? Assuming, you know, taxpayers don't like it from anyone. I'm sad to say, Libby, that I have always been a bit surprised at how little rage this misuse of taxpayers' money causes in the minds of voters going back many, many years. Some people understand the inappropriateness of it and the blurring of partisan and governmental lines, but most people don't. They simply look at the ad and what it's saying as opposed to whether it's appropriate for it to be paid for by themselves to persuade themselves, as it were. Uh, So, no, I, I don't think the damage will be very severe as a result of this, but cumulatively it won't help. It's one of the things that brought the Liberals down. They had the same kind of arrogance
arguments about using government money for partisan purposes towards the end especially. And uh, that in the end does become cumulatively damaging. Okay, let's try to get in a call from Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. Uh, I don't consider that as partisan because he is fighting for every Ontarian, not just those who voted conservative or those who voted liberal. It's every every Ontarian because he, like myself, I think that there is other things that we should be doing about so-called global warming. And so you're you okay with weather, him using taxpayers' money? Uh, so I don't money. have a problem with him spending our money whatever way he feels fit to save money for us because this carbon tax, I think, is totally wrong. It's causing people, and I don't know whether anybody ever noticed it, but there's a house on Bloor Street in between Kipling and East Mall, and there was a tractor-trailer load of hardwood logs dumped there and i thought he cut a tree down and i i thought i could use no he bought that because he plans on heating his house in toronto with firewood okay bob uh we're we're running out of time and uh we're getting a little off topic here thanks for your call uh we only have a couple of minutes left Mike, do you uh, agree with Robin that uh, people don't get angry about this and this is uh, going yeah. to pass? Yes, I do. And I, you know, the, the analogy I, I will, or what I will point to is, is, is similar is uh, negative advertising, political, politically paid for negative advertising. If pollsters go out and ask Canadians what they think of it, they will always say that they don't like it. But the reality is that the advertising works. It does leave impressions. People, you know, might not like, uh, you know, uh, Ignati if they had the, the big ad campaign, you know, just mm-hmm. visiting. People say, I hate those negative ads. But then in the next breath, they'll say, but yeah, that guy's never lived here. Has so uh, the advertising works. Uh, people forget sort of where it originated and, and, and uh, you know, what they might think about it in an intellectual sort of exercise of answering a pollster. Uh, but it's effective. And Robin, uh, is there leg, are there legs to this? And how can the opposition capitalize on this? Well, I think the I mean, if you want to deal with the substance of the ad itself, the fact that the Ontario government is going to lose its legal battle on which it's budgeted another $30 million of public money um, will be what makes this look that much more foolish uh, uh, looking back on it. Um, there is very, very little prospect that any province in Canada can claim to overrule the federal government's ability to impose national policy in an area that crosses provincial boundaries, which is why Every challenge of this type in the past has been rejected by the Supreme Court. Then it will hurt them because people will add up the amount of money they spent on law and advertising to lose, basically. Okay, well, uh, we will wait and see and uh, wait and see what's going to happen with the next campaign because it seems to be campaigns are us, whether it's from the beer store, from <laughs> unions, from the government itself. Uh, it, it looks like it's the battle of the ads, I'm telling you. Indeed it does, but I guess it pays part of all our salaries, so we shouldn't complain too much. <laughs> okay, that's a very good point. Uh, that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today. If we couldn't get to your call, Free for All Friday is coming up. Thank you so much to Robin Sears, Principal at Ernst Cliff Strategy, and Mike Van Solen, Principal at Navigator Limited. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.